0: Welcome, everyone. I am Johnny Christ, and this is the Drinks with Johnny podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in again another week. We are in season three, guys. Thank you for listening to last week's episode with Fat Mike, my very good friend from No Effects. Uh, Going to golf with that guy this week. Going to be a fucking blast. I had a great conversation with him uh, last week. As you guys know, um, those of you who don't and are just tuning in this week, make sure you subscribe and keep coming back each and every week as we continue to bring you this amazing content, if I don't say so myself. (laughs) I'm having a lot of fun with this, guys. Thank you so much. And uh, please make sure you subscribe and follow. Share us everywhere. You're on social media, make sure you're sharing us. Let everyone know. And uh, yeah, that would be fucking great. And uh, we'll probably reshare it for you. Um, That's everything Drinks With Johnny, by the way. Uh, This week, I'm joined by a YouTube creator, vine specialist when vine was around and now just an overall awesome director i mean he came from a lot of different social media stuff and he's now he's got 80 million I'm, i i didn't stutter 80 million social media followers across all platforms he is killing it and this dude is only 23 years old this guy is is it has a bright bright future an already very successful human being and so much more That he's going to get into. I, 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 at the end of this episode, I I tell him that I believe that he can get an EGOT. Um, For those of you don't know, is the EGOT is when you get uh, uh, accolades from all measures of art. And I truly believe this guy has the potential to do that. Um, He's very smart, very young, but still fucking killing it. Uh, He's so positive. This is, you know, I I sent this uh, to my director, Brandon and he responded back to me and said you know what i think this might be the most positive episode we've ever done and uh, i couldn't agree more this guy uh you know as i said is younger than me but really taught me a lot um he has a lot of great philosophy on life and uh, i think we can all learn from it and i hope you guys enjoyed this episode as much as i enjoyed making it you know um having a lot of a lot of fun doing this stuff but this is this is one of those episodes where I didn't really know a lot about Vader before he came on the on the show. Um, of course, I did some research, learned about him. And then after this conversation, I walked away just be just being a huge fan of, of who he is and what he does. Um, we get into everything that, that he does and what he might be doing in the future in this episode. So, um, you know what? I'm just going to stop for now and let you guys listen, and I'll talk to you at the end. So without further ado, I bring you King Vader. What's up, everybody? I am Johnny Christ, and this is Drinks With Johnny. Thanks for tuning in to another week, another episode. This is going to be a fantastic episode with another fantastic guest. I'm going to be joined here by a very creative, inspirational, and just a guy, a young man that's just killing it right now. And uh, I'm just going to bring him on right now. King Vader, how you doing today, man?
1: Hey, what's going on? Hey, I just want to say thank you so much for having me. Uh, It's it's an honor to be here. uh, to be a part of this
0: (laughs) well i'm glad you're here man there's so much that i want to talk about i mean you come from (laughs) as i said you're a young man um younger than i am and uh it's really inspirational to see uh your your creativity and your in and your drive to to do something with uh with with what you're doing you know uh you seem to be killing it right now and uh sky's kind of the limit i mean let's get into it i mean you i know you started out um kind of started your fame in the Vine videos you were doing, right? Yeah. And uh, and quickly you, when Vine went down, you kind of said, you know, I don't know what I'm going to do. What about all my followers? You had built up this following on Vine and then you kind of started to go on to create these videos and put them on YouTube and all these different places, all the social media. Now you have like, what is it, like 80 million across all social media followers and subscribers. I mean, that's just incredible for your age to... To have that uh, ability to do that and and have that foresight, what was it like though? Going from th- the Vine world into the YouTube world, was it was it pretty seamless for you? You already kind of knew what you were going to be doing, or was this something where you're like, oh shit, like I'm going to start putting some production into it? You know, like I, I, you go back to some of these Vine things, and it's you could tell it's a little early on, and then you flash forward to what you're doing now in like your third season of stuff you got on YouTube. Just incredible stuff, man. I'm an absolute fan. Can you just tell me a little bit about what you do?
1: So, like, um, you know, I definitely feel like that transition from buying to uh, social media platforms like Instagram and YouTube, uh, it felt very natural and very, like, like you know, it wasn't forced or anything. It was just, like, you know, um, I always put 100% into everything I create. And, like, I kind of looked at it like a challenge, but, like, you know, like, I, I wanted to have a lot of fun with it, you know, I kind of looked at it like, okay, maybe, you know, six seconds was like a, a limit, you know, mm-hmm. and now being able to go on YouTube, I get to surpass that limit and, and reach for more and to do more. So it's like, I can't go on to YouTube with the same mindset. I have to be more, I have to do more and I have to uh, progress towards this goal because uh, the end goal for me is to become one of the greatest directors of my generation. But in order to do something like that, I have to constantly improve and and better myself so I can make that goal a reality. So it's like, um, you know, I feel like becoming like a, like becoming like buying famous or, you know, uh, social media famous, that that was never like the goal. It just kind of happened along this journey. But now it's like, I'm kind of taking this foundation and I want to take it, you know, to the sky, you know, I want to show people that, uh, anything is possible, you know, through, through hard work, of course. And, and that's just kind of what this journey has been about. It's been a lot of uh, trial and error, a lot of like, uh, taking L's and, and failing to get to those W's. A lot of people don't know, but failure is a huge part of success. And that's definitely what I've learned on this journey and to be patient. And, um, You know, I I was very patient and, you know, I'm still patient because it's like, I know like this is only the beginning. This is just a start. Like uh, where I'm at right now is going to be completely different from where I'm at in five years from now. So it's (laughs) like, you know, I like to take my time and really look around and appreciate what's going on and uh, just know. And also the best part about taking your time and, and taking a step back and looking around is you get to see. Where you started, and you get to see where you are now, and you get to see the difference for yourself, so you don't have to ask anyone. It's like you you have the confirmation because you you know where you're, where you started from.
0: Yeah, man, and what a hell of a start. I mean this is your as you said, you, you have so much higher expectations to keep this thing going, but where you're at already, I mean it's just it, it's it's pretty pretty incredible, and to hear you speak for the first time, I mean that you're, you're, you're wise beyond your years, sir. I could see that it, it's pretty awesome, man. Uh, I want to go back a little bit to a little bit of the times before Vine. Um, I know that through all these videos, you had a lot of uh, reoccurring actors and actresses and and, and of the like. I'm going to assume that those are uh, some buddies of yours from childhood or something like that. Um, You could talk a little bit about Wolf Graphic, uh, the guys uh, helping you put together all this editing and all these videos that you've been directing. Where did you meet all these guys? Is this, you know... Is this something so, that you guys came together before Vine even, or was it like when you started Vine? Then you're like, "Oh, I got these buddies. Hey, would you guys want to come in with me?" And then you guys start creating this empire. So, I mean, what what, what was that like?
1: So, like um, the 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 friendship and the bond, it definitely happened before Vine was even in the picture.
0: Mm-hmm. You know,
1: because I was uh, I was just a kid. You know, I was born in Chicago and I was raised in Maryland. So it was like. You know, me being raised in Maryland, I didn't really know what I wanted to do until I actually landed in Maryland. And um, I met uh, this, my older cousin named Writer Boy, who's actually like now we're a partnership in the sense.
0: Wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry to interrupt you here. I'll try not to do that too often. But uh, what what, what was your older cousin's name? Uh, Writer Boy. Writer Boy. Yes. Okay.
1: So, uh, he, he has partnered with me on a lot of different projects and recently on, uh, Netflix Dreams, episode one and two. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, he, uh, he's the guy who, who believed I could do more before I even was thinking more, you know, and he's really what ignited this flame and this passion. So once, uh, I, cause I used to live with them, you know, and then I, I moved to my own spot, uh. In, in Maryland. Cause you know, when I first came to Maryland, I lived with him and then I moved to my own spot. And then that's where I started to meet my my friend group that would now, you know, you know, chase j- dreams with me in the, in the future. But I would, I ain't no know at first. I was just this kid like, you know, Hey, like, you know, I want to film videos and I want to, I want to do this. You know, I just, I always felt like the odd man out, but like, uh, you know, I always felt different because every, you know, when everyone was younger, were just more concerned about other things like um you know just it's not like i wasn't having fun like i was having like lots of fun but like true fun to me really came from creating these videos and watching them and being characters and stuff like that like that was just like super fun to me and like um i met my best friend uh once i left once i uh moved to a different location in maryland and uh his name is is taz that's that's yes. where he goes by. Okay. And uh he's also in Netflix Dreams with me, uh, that we just dropped recently. So we meet there and I feel like kind of what it was was like a it was like a, you know, we we of course we became friends naturally, but it was also like once I started to introduce him into my interest and like this is what I wanna do, this is how I wanna do it, like would you want to, you know, join this journey with me you know it was almost like 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 let's do this together you know and like uh I feel like in that moment he put a lot of trust in me and like you know let's let's see like let's let's figure it out because I feel like before then like no one like in that area area was really like doing stuff like that and then uh, from then we just kind of we was doing it together and it just became more and more and then it just became like a little bubble that just got bigger and bigger and now it's like maryland well not saying like all of maryland like you know not like that but just my area kind of became more influenced by like video creations so that was really uh cool to see over time it it definitely took over time a lot of people at first definitely didn't believe in like what i was doing or why i was doing it and and no one really agreed in the beginning Mm -hmm. and i had to learn that young age like i can't really uh i can't seek approval from other people you know and uh I feel like a part of me seek that approval, but it just came to a point where I had to learn, like I had to believe in myself before anyone else could. So um, once then that started to happen, once I, I uh, you know, uh, veered off into Vine, you know, I, I found myself kind of like on Vine and like, you know, that was me finally doing something by myself. Cause before I used to make small films with Ryder Boy and my younger brother uh, Dices, like we would all like create, but then
0: what were those kind of videos though? Like what, like those videos you were doing before, <laughs> man, that's what I want to get into. I want to get into a little bit. I mean, you're saying stuff like as a, as I was a young man and shit and here I am 36 looking at a 23 year old fucking mogul setting up <laughs> his career so much life ahead of him. And he's talking about when he was a kid, uh, <laughs> it's pretty awesome. But, uh, yeah, I mean, what, what, were some of those things though before, uh, before even your popularity hit on vine? I mean, we're. When when did you decide that you wanted to go into making films or videos of any kind, uh, creating this content? And, and as you've already said, you you want to be the biggest director of your generation. Was that in the picture at a at a very young age before you even started making your own videos at, uh, at, at for Vine and and various other things? So like uh, the videos
1: I used to make beforehand, they were just like really home videos. But it was like I looking at them now, I saw the the seeds for. For like great content, like I was trying to reach for something that I didn't have the tools to create at mm. the moment, you know. So I, I really uh, commend my younger self for that. You know, we we did like this, like ba- like you know, we we made like characters with little stories and episodes. They're they're deep on YouTube. I I will never release this to the public Maybe oh come Wednesday. on
0: you got it you got especially when you are like the director of your generation like when you've whatever that moment is for you when you feel like you've gotten to that point whatever that moment is i i i absolutely believe you'll you'll get there because i mean i'm such a fan of what you're already doing uh when that moment happens though you you gotta release some of that shit oh 100
1: <laughs> i gotta i gotta make such a difference that people i mean it, the difference is already now but like yeah for this goal, this locked in goal. Like I want to become the greatest director of my generation. That happened a little bit after vine because when I was on okay. vine, I was just, I was just concerned with, I want to be vine famous. You know, I, cause I got inspired by people like uh, King badge and uh, people like uh, West good. And,
0: and what was that? The, you said you were, you were uh, inspired by King Va- uh, uh Was, was that, was that where you uh, came when you, with uh, your pseudonym? yes, sir. Awesome, uh, so
1: I always went by Vader. You know, Vader was like my thing because I, I was huge into Star Wars and right. Darth Vader just stuck out to me. And I was like, I, I like that guy, you know, but like when I hopped on Vine, I saw this guy King Batch and he's a really good friend of mine's which is mind blowing. <laughs> but like he um he's making videos and he just he's just dropping constantly and he's coming up with all these creative ideas and he's super funny and talented. And I, w- I really looked at it not for like the content he was making because it was great, but for like what he stood for. Yeah. And, you know, I kind of took it like, you know, he, he moves like a King. That's how a King moves, you know? And I was like, that's a big title, you know, and it takes a lot of responsibility to hold up a title like that. And I was like, you know, if he could be King Batch, then I could be King Vader. And and I never would have thought it would have turned into this legacy that it's, it's growing into. So it, it's really amazing to see, uh, how far we've came from just making a a, a decision, a choice, but um, it's a know, it's the, a ballsy
0: name too, by the way. Just calling just call you like Vader's already like you know that's 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 a kind of a pinnacle kind of name to go for, but then you th- you gotta throw a King in front of it too, just to really go for it. I like it a lot.
1: Thank you. <laughs> and um, so then uh, around the end of Vine. You know, because I was cons- I was I was so worried about being Vine famous that it actually happened, and I was like, "Wow, like this is here, like this is amazing." Because what I considered Vine famous was if you could put, if you can, okay, if you could fit the amount of followers in an elevator. If you can't, then you're doing something right. You okay. know, so I felt Vine famous after like, shit, how many people? Yeah, oh, you know, dude, I, I
0: mean. <laughs> you did a lot more than that. How many elevators are you trying to fucking fill, man? I don't know.
1: But like, <laughs> you know, I, I know. Like even the biggest elevator in the world probably could, can't fit twenty people. I, I don't know. Yeah, that's. Really,
0: what, yeah. I I haven't been on an elevator. Well, I guess the the one at uh at Disneyland, the uh, the haunted mansion, that that elevator True. holds holds like twenty people, something like that. True.
1: So <laughs> um, you know, I, I felt like I I felt grateful for the support at a very small number count. But then once it really became like massive, like half a million followers, and that's where the the height was, because that's where Vine shut down. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt like I was on top of the world. You know, I felt like, like, wow, because I've never experienced like hundreds of thousands of people or millions of views on the video. Like I've never experienced anything like this. So I was just like, you know, I, I was super grateful and I just wanted to do my best. And I was like, you know, I'm really going to do it and because and, like, When I decided to make that name, I was like, I want to be Vine famous like them as well. I have to work for that. So then it finally happened, but then they shut down. So once I pushed over to Instagram and I I started to, you know, find myself like I had this six second limit on Vine, Yeah. but now I'm on Instagram and YouTube. I I should be expanding myself because even on Vine, like I was, I felt like I was making some very complex type of videos, you know? So I, I never felt like I was, um. I felt like I was always taking longer form content and squeezing it into six seconds and never the opposite. But now I feel like I'm, I'm making, I'm making that long form content that I've always been making. You know, I just, I always had a limit on it. So now it's like, once I started to, you know, fall in love with the motion and really get into directing, that's when I was like, okay, like, I love this. This is what I love to do. Like this drives my passion. Like, I could see myself doing this for a long time and being happy. This, this stuff makes me happy. So I was like,
0: that's the goal, man,
1: you know, and, and it's like, you know, I, I can be a director, you know, I can be a director, but I want to be one of the greatest directors of my generation.
0: That's fantastic.
1: And a goal like that is, is very big. And to most people would feel very unrealistic, but I feel like my entire life, my entire vine path, my entire everything has been unrealistic. And honestly, I think the word "unrealistic" is unrealistic. So you know, I'm I'm going to chase this goal, and I'm and like everything else I've ever chased in my life, I'm going to work hard and be consistent, and I'm going to make it happen. So you know, day by day.
0: Man, it is so cool to hear uh, someone your age with this much passion about something. I mean, that's just uh, that's the goal, man. That as I as I said while you were talking there, it's that's it. You want to do what you're what makes you happy you know i mean for whatever reason you can't can't be going after it for money or anything like that it's for what makes you happy right and it seems like you're doing that i mean it's it's obvious to me that you're that you guys are having a lot of fun making these videos too i mean i absolutely love for someone who's a layman to. i never caught on to vine um I'm, i'm i'm fairly new to social media in general to be honest um but for someone like me, as a layman, to to see these fine things and everything t- take off, it's extremely interesting to to hear you talk about like that six seconds versus the 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 longer form that you're able to do now, and it just kind of allowed you to progress. Like like here at the show, I don't know if you're super familiar. We started out on the Avenged Sevenfold YouTube channel, and it was shorter, and then we started to go to these more long form chats where I could have guys like you on, and we could really get into it. And as I said, it's just such a breath of fresh air to hear someone your age, doing it, getting out there, doing it, and and doing it with your friends. Like, that's the yeah. coolest thing. Not a lot of people do that. I mean, in the band Avenged Sunfall, we're all best friends, grew up together. It's fantastic. Just to, to see someone else succeed with their friends is just amazing. Can you tell me a little bit more about your buddies at, at, uh, that are helping you with uh, Wolf Graphic and stuff like that?
1: Yeah, so, like, uh, Wolf Graphic, it started back uh, around like the early stages of vine once i started to take like you know creating stuff a little bit more seriously and this is towards like the end of vine um you know i told my my best friend taz i was like i want to create like a a film production like a like a team you know like mm-hmm. i want to i want us to get like a team of people with who are like minded like us you know who are willing to chase something that most people won't be able to see, you know, something that you can't see right now, but you, you can, you can, you can chase it and you don't need other people to see what you're chasing right now. You know, we need people uh, like-minded and very, you know, uh, passionate about whatever it is they want to do. And, um, you know, I was like, you know, we need a, we need a really cool name, you know? So I'm like, I'm like, whatever the name is, it has to have wolf in it it has to have wolf. was that
0: just like a like a like a childhood pe- like a, a animal that you looked up to is it your spirit that's my, animal
1: that's my favorite animal i love wolves i okay. just love how they look i love how they move i love how they think and All right, i
0: am expecting to see more wolves in your in your videos coming up i know you always put in the wolf graphic and everything but i mean you got to get some pet wolves in i mean that has to be on your list i mean if you love them that much you got to be the director of a generation just a pack of wolves in your fucking mansion courtyard and everything like the that one day.
1: Statues, all of it. Um, <laughs> but like, so, you know, we're seeing the same names like uh, Wolf This, Wolf That, and then um, Wolf Graphic pops up, because Taz, he's just throwing out words and he says yeah. Wolf Graphic. And I was like, I'm like, yeah, that I like that. that. That That's the one, you know, it was a, it, it was it clicked instantly. And then after that, you know, we have our name and we just kind of started to scout out for like different people and you know how we kind of, uh, well, one, certain people were uh, very close friends with us. So, so it's like people who are already kind of in the, in the mission with us, filming videos with us, stuff like that. But then over time, how we kind of managed it was like, we wanted to see, who would really be down with us without the the title of the, of the team? Like, you know, mm-hmm. you wanted to really feel earned, you know, like you are a part of this because this isn't something that happened is happening right now. This is something that one day is go- the logo is going to be on the building and the logo is going to be bright. You know, we, yeah. we are seeing in the future, like something, something bigger that people can't see right now. So this is an, an investment, you know, you, we are investing in you and you would have to invest in in Wolf Graphic and everything Wolf Graphic can be. So it's like, you know, we really, uh, you know, we really at first to see people who can, can be around and and hang during the, during the low times because it's not always going to be ups, you know, Mm -hmm. it's not always going to be ups. There's going to be a lot of downs, but when the ups happen, we're we're celebrating those together and and we're going to shine in a really, really big way. So you know, but it, it takes hard work and it takes, um, knowing like every time you fall, fall down, if you can look up, you can get up. Yeah. So like over that. time, you know, we're, we're seeing people who are reaching those standards and we're bringing them onto our team and, you know, it, it it's like one opportunity to another. And then next thing I know, we're doing a, uh, a, a Netflix collaboration oh, and yeah. uh, we just dropped episode one and we recently just dropped episode two. And, um, on both projects I got to bring with graphic members to be on, on camera and also behind camera. Mm -hmm. And, uh, it's just, it's been amazing, man. It's, it's just like, these are the people that I get to showcase off because like, I know who they are. I know, I know their talents. I know their strengths and I know what positions to place them in. And, um, just to be able to celebrate this together. Cause like to work with Netflix is, it's literally like a a dream, you know, like a, like something people say and then like for it to happen, it's, it's, it's mind blowing. And then for like, you know, the people in the team to just be so like, like they can now, like they already saw it before, but now they're really seeing it. Like this is going to happen in a big way. Yeah. And um, I'm, I'm just so glad that like, you know, a lot of my teammates like placed their, their trust in me, you know? Totally. And, and, and even like in Taz, cause Taz is like, you know we're 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 right here you know we're, we are the foundation of wolf graphic so it's good to have and honestly i don't even we don't even treat people as if there's like a uh, uh, above and below like what we really want to seek out to create in wolf graphic is everyone being their own leaders because that's what like in a sense being a wolf is about wolves yeah. lead and sheeps follow so it's like we're not trying to build a team full of like people who listen to people even though there is like you know and you'd be, and and you'd be
0: stronger together everyone together is going to be stronger than if they went out and, and did their own thing or something and like even that. if
1: they do their own thing they still move like a wolf because they they are natural leaders yeah so we want people to be able to break off into the world and yeah. take over in different avenues and then that's what wolf graphics all about
0: dude that's awesome how, how many uh members would you say are currently working with you guys at at, uh, at wolf graphic like who we how many team members do you have right now? I guess
1: uh, I think we have like a solid like nine nine members, nice. and and that's like a lot of in front of the camera and also behind camera. We have yeah. a lot of stuff happening, uh, just to make things work. And and Ryder Boy, he uh he has uh, I I eight agencies, and they're kind of like what's above us that helps us get different things. And, uh, you know, Wolf Graphic Films and Ryder Boy Films, we collab on a lot of projects. We, we collabed on Netflix Dreams to yeah. make those amazing things happen for people. And um, I'm really glad the world's enjoying it.
0: Dude, I'm enjoying it. dude. Before we get too far into Netflix Dreams, it's, it's absolutely amazing. I love that it's, you know, it's parodies, but your own stories, you know, you're loosely using the characters from these things. I, I want to get into that. But before I get into that real quick. Speaking on the dream thing, you know, you go into the dream world uh, when you fall asleep in, in these uh, in these episodes, um, and then you imagine yourselves in these different Netflix shows. Um, a lot of that shows your guys' uh, graphic knowledge and uh, expertise. Uh, there's, And you can see the progression of it, right, through going back to some of your guys' older videos to now, where, you know, you're doing – it looks – really legit big production stuff happening in and obviously in post with you know the laser shooters and you know, the big uh what was it the the Avengers thing where you had everything blowing up in the in the in the battle scene and then especially now into Netflix how hands on are you specifically on the graphic design are you more just you know uh overseeing someone who's on the computer le- like your like your boy Taz or is it something more more hands-on for you or something that you're learning as we speak and you're going to try and get into a little bit more.
1: So when it comes to uh, special effects, that's the one part of editing that I don't do. Okay. Um, we outsource for edit for editors. And honestly, the great part about that too, is that we've worked with like a good handful of editors and over time, um, continuing to work with these people, uh, They have gotten different opportunities because a video will go viral and then someone will see it and then contact them and now they're working with like the NBA or they're working with uh, this company or that company. So it's really amazing to see like we just create something off love and now that gets you in a position where you can do this and excel in in amazing ways. But then we also can – so since we've been working together since, like, the beginning of Instagram and all that, now it's like, hey, I'm, I'm doing this collaboration with Netflix. Like, you you want to – you know, like, let's let's make something amazing for this. So it's really cool to be able to – So are you going bigger.
0: back? So you're going back to some of the earlier guys that you had when now that oh, you yeah. had the success? That's amazing. I was going to ask if Netflix is uh, – is Netflix this deal that you have with them for the Netflix Dreams on Netflix YouTube channel? um congrats for for landing that deal by the way that shows uh you. your tenacity and the fact that you have a creative mind that they wanted to go after so congrats on that but uh did um so as you said you're going back to some of your own uh uh, uh grassroots kind of guys that you're sending to the editors before has netflix um offered you any of their resources or have they maybe not Maybe not so forcefully, but maybe push some push you in a direction for some new team members or anything like that.
1: So the the great thing that I love about Netflix is that Netflix understands uh, what it is that we're trying to do, and they they understand mm-hmm. what it is that we want to do in the future. So they're they're literally letting us completely make this happen,
0: oh, that's and fantastic.
1: that's and that's the beautiful thing, you know, from from mm-hmm. writing our scripts to. The editing like i i hand edit the the entire project uh we outsource their special effects and then uh you know we send it over for their approval and then you know they they get blown away every single time which is that's is right a, a super humbling and, and just so they just grateful. let you do your own thing they're just like yeah. hey
0: we need you to do something for for this show here watch a couple episodes Come up with something and and blow us away, and then you guys, you get you and your team, just go to work. You just make it happen. That's awesome, man! And I think I that's like, so cool.
1: I feel like that trust has just came from like them, just kind of you know observing the the creator I I became over time. Like even like on my channel, like yeah. being able to incorporate so many different lores, worlds, and characters into one thing. One of my okay. recent uh, big successes was uh, "Don't Disrespect Halloween 4. This oh, career, dude, we're my, we're
0: getting into that one. I'm a big Halloween <laughs> fan. Uh, we're we're definitely getting into that. And that's that's fantastic job my that my
1: favorite project I've ever created right now. Oh, awesome! And I feel like just things like that, and many more of the Matrix reborn. These are just projects that mm-hmm. let them know, like, okay, this this like him and this team can can handle something if, if we mm-hmm. approached it with them. So you know, just the the conversation, letting them know what we're about, letting them know what we're trying to do. You know, and and we really worked to be at the position that we are, and we. We're only about um, getting better and, and excelling, you know. So it's like how we approach something this time. Like on episode three, we might come at it completely different because we, we're constantly learning because we want to become better. We never feel like we're we're masters or anything like that. We always feel like we're students. We want to sponge in information so we can apply in the in attack.
0: Well, let me tell you that's a that's a great way to look at life and make sure you keep it, even even as you start to think you you got it. There's always some more to learn. Like I, I, I could give you a little bit of uh, uh, future wisdom for you on that one. But uh, yeah, But um, as far as like the Netflix dreams uh, I've been a big fan of this uh, Cobra Kai on Netflix. Yeah. And I absolutely love what you guys did with uh, the, the, the Cobra Kai Dreams uh, episode. It, Thank you. The, the Before we get into the end, though, um, <laughs> I thought it was great. I mean, the whole... Capturing the cheesiness that is Cobra Kai in a way, you know, the after-school special esque kind of thing, and that's what that's what I love about it. You know, it, yeah. it reminds me of Karate Kid that I watched when I was uh, when I was you know. They kept the
1: essence. Yeah, yeah
0: absolutely, it kept the essence and brought a new story to it. Um, were you a did you, were you a big Karate Kid fan as a kid, or did w- did you know what Cobra Kai was before you were approached to make this video? so i actually
1: i feel like as a kid i missed the wave of the karate kid you know but i was i saw a lot i i understand that karate kid and maybe a couple others inspired like um well i'm not going to say like a bunch of like karate movies because that that sounds like insane but like <laughs> uh, i remember there's this these movies called uh the three ninjas yeah man and, um then there was like the, the sidekicks
0: side yeah, that. yeah there
1: was uh the warriors of virtue so i feel like there's like this whole wave Of just like these karate based films, you know, out here. And I'm just like, I I missed the wave of Karate Kid. So it was like, but that's like one of the like most like known ones out here. So,
0: well, yeah, that's, that's why I brought up the question though, before not to get uh, too far off topic here, but I figured that from your age, you probably had missed the original uh, Karate Kids and stuff like that. But Mm -hmm. a lot of the other videos I saw, um, you had references to, you know, Power Rangers and Ninja Turtles. And I'm like, well, that's what I grew up with, and I'm a good, you know, uh, that many years uh, older than you. I was just kind of surprised to see that you uh, had some things from, you know, from the '80s that you knew about when clearly you weren't born in the '80s, and <laughs> and, uh, and then you had like uh, the, the the Karate Kid and Cobra Kai connection. So I was just wondering where where was your childhood uh, inspirations? I mean, what what were some of the shows? and movies that you saw growing up that kind of that kind of shaped your uh your your eclectic taste.
1: So um you know younger I feel like uh I I really I got introduced to, you know, Power Rangers at a young age. So that was really cool. One was that the
0: original 5 though? Was that the original 5 that you got introduced to or was it, uh,
1: it, or was it one the it might have been the five. later 5. It was it was the movie with Ivan Ooze. Yeah, like,
0: okay, yeah, that was the original that was the second iteration. So there was a, a re- iteration right before that, and then when that movie happened, they they got rid of a few of the characters. Yeah, a few of the rangers. A few of the rangers. So there were new rangers.
1: Yeah. So that um, one I'm not gonna hold you. That that might still be one of the greatest Power Ranger movies ever. It's fantastic. Uh, I agree. I never seen a movie start off of a skydiving scene. That was the coolest. Thing I've ever <laughs> that seen was seen. That was rad As a kid, <laughs> that was super cool. So, like um, I you know watching that was super dope uh you know i watched anime at a young age uh, i got hooked onto naruto and i feel like that's really what uh shaped me as a person you know just seeing like a story with so much passion and heart and and this being in an, an animation like a cartoon well not cartoon an anime you know I'm yeah. it's respect but like um <laughs> being introduced to that like really taught me a lot of different lessons because it was a lot it was so much happening in this in this show um i watched stuff like uh the matrix surprisingly as a kid um i watched stuff like warriors of virtue 3 ninjas uh uh, uh land before time land before uh, time all right ne- never ending story never
0: ending story is one of that's, the greatest of all time my
1: favorite kid movie is oh dude it's, We're gonna it's actually movie. kind of terrifying it's scary alcohol. shit there's <laughs> there's a scene in there with these statues these golden statues and um, what's the guy's name? I forgot the warrior's name, but he has to walk through them. And if you hesitate or look at them, they shoot a beam at you, and you yep. just you instant die. So like hit
0: that, those- that wasn't even that was even the scary part for me when I was a kid. I don't know. Maybe it was because I was a little. I, when I saw it, I mean, I was probably all three or four years old the first time I saw it, mm-hmm. and I. Th- the, the part that scared me for whatever reason was when the the cliff the the cliff rock monsters came out i was like what what what, what is that yeah. <laughs> And and, and get, don't get me wrong i mean it's not the graphics that you guys have of today i mean this was this was like claymation like weird looking tripped out shit that i was weird. seeing
1: <laughs> yeah what they did was super impressive I oh believe. hell yeah they, you go back it, what it still had stands had up man in the um the the dog driving. atreyu atreyu yeah yeah. He, he he had like full functioning eyes and i heard like he's like a big puppet or a small puppet he's something but like <laughs> you know that stuff was really impressive back then and a super dope story for the imagination yeah i also saw this movie called the um what's it called it's called the Bookmaster or the Bookmark master or something like that it's about this kid who gets lost in this library and like he gets lost in the Book. It's almost like never ending story, but with animations. You know,
0: that sounds familiar. I don't know that I've seen the movie or if I just remember seeing previews or something or passing back. But so that's getting lost like, in the book sounds very familiar, but that story could have been told a few different times. We don't really know. but right? That's
1: definitely the stuff I grew up on. And and for Netflix Dreams, I actually went back to watch uh Karate Kid. I watched uh Cobra Kai season one and Cobra Kai season two mm-hmm. because one thing very important to me and my team was we wanted to find a way to incorporate all these different things within 30 minutes, well, 30 to 20 minutes. Like how do we build a story with, you know, compelling characters that leads up to some type of final moment, which is a tournament. How do we do what things have done in longer periods of time in this short amount of time? And um, I feel like we really hit the, hit the, hit the mark. And I also feel like um, we had a lot of cool, cool little references. You know, oh man, sure.
0: so many great references in this. Like, if guys at home, if you haven't already checked this out, uh, go check out the the Cobra Kai uh, Netflix streams on YouTube. Uh, it's absolutely awesome. It, it you absolutely you. nailed it. You covered all the nostalgia of the franchise and what's going on right now as Cobra Kai is blowing up on Netflix. I mean, it's it's one of the most popular shows of today, um, rightfully so, and. I love the reference. I mean, let's just get into my favorite reference. Was at the end, and spoiler alert: if you haven't already seen it, fuck off, go watch, and then come back and finish this part. Uh, but <laughs> it was it was awesome because you go into the fact that he goes in for the what was it the crane, the crane, because uh, your because your legs fucked up. You go for the kick. It, you know, you watch this, and everybody's like cheering. You, oh, you kicked his ass. Oh, everything, and then you wake up in the in the ambulance. And then immediately I start cracking up because I'm like, wait a minute, isn't this Vader's dream? So in his dream, he dreamt that he won, but actually got his ass kicked in his own dream. <laughs> and I just thought that was a great spin. on it. And, and and I think the the commentators at the at the dojo or at the tournament did a great job. They were your hype men in the corner there were amazing. Thank um, you. What was I mean? When you're coming up with those twists uh, or those kind of endings uh in this dreams or any of your videos. Are there several moments or is there like a moment where you just kind of write it down or have the thought and just start laughing to yourself or or <laughs> among or among your buddies?
1: So uh me, me and Writer Boy, uh, you know, we're the we're the main uh writers of Netflix Dreams. And like we knew that we had to end it with a with a final joke, you know, just a yeah. big laugh, you know, because it's like uh we have a lot of respect for for Cobra Kai and karate kid but you know this is this is just like a dream you feel me yeah So I was like we we couldn't give me like the big moment you know we really wanted to just pay homage but also give give them like a lighthearted joke you know like yeah. you know what if you know
0: what if you it, was know? Kind of, so, it was kind of look of like what would really happen if someone tried to do a crane kick on a professional uh, on like another like kick-ass karate guy, he just grab it and be like, "What are you doing?"
1: <laughs> and that was, a, and that was the twist. Even with the first part, was like, yeah, you know, we, I was like, okay, if we're gonna do like some type of crane kick, let let's switch it up, you know, because I'm like, you know, we got Daniel Larusso, he he did the original crane kick, then we got um, we got Jane Smith, he did like this turn around backflip, land on the face, like he did something spontaneous. So I'm like, I'm like, we can't just do the exact same thing. I'm like. What if we have the guy run in? he catches it, but then I use my other leg to jump up and then kick him. And I'm like, I I feel like that's just something no one would see coming. It would just, it would catch people off guard.
0: And it was reminiscent Uh, enough. So everyone knew where it was coming from.
1: You feel me? And, um, you know, I feel like everyone expected, like, you know, the kick was just going to happen. But, you know, I was like, nah, let's have him catch it. But then that was also the perfect setup for what really happened. And then the doof. (laughs) <laughs> Dude. But it was definitely, when we wrote that down, we was dying laughing. We knew yeah. like that was hilarious. We knew people would end this video with a great laugh and be like, I had a good time watching this. And then to even have you know, uh people like um
0: Yeah, Hawk and Tori. They, I, I you know Hawk yeah. and Tori, those, you know, those and, are they, fantastic. And,
1: and to find ways where they can, you know, emphasize the story like we had Tori in there as she's like a, a commander telling him like what to do in his school and yeah, you, got, you <laughs> gotta fix this, you know, go fix it before I send someone down there. Which <laughs> so is kind of it's cool.
0: perfect. That's that's perfect Cobra Kai right there. You, you know? know,
1: and it was really cool to uh create a world and then also bring the fans uh, one of their favorite char- two of their favorite two characters. of their
0: favorite characters. Yeah, you know,
1: Hawk is personally one of my favorite. Hawk and Miguel. Those are my two yeah. favorite characters. I so, like Hawk
0: a lot. I, I I I go for you know again going back to the nostalgia for me, seeing Johnny um, in a gig again and and kicking ass for Cobra Kai. I mean, he's got his soft spot now and everything, so he's not quite the 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 dick he was in the 80s. But it's just amazing. I love that character because. They make they make him as if he's like frozen in time, like he's like he hasn't yeah. like like he was frozen the whole time and still thinks it's the 80s for some reason. <laughs> but they yeah. never really address it; they just kind of put it out there. Like, that's and, um, awesome. When we was also creating our, our our
1: sensei, we wanted to find a nice mix between both senseis, Daniel Larusso and uh, Lawrence, and ah, try to find a I middle ground. I see that route. now you say it. Yeah, that's and, awesome. And um, someone said that in the comments, and that just made me so happy. I was yeah. like.
0: Yes. you get it. <laughs>
1: you get it. And um shout out to DJ. Uh he's an amazing actor. He uh he's he's acted on a lot of projects with me from mm-hmm. uh, don't disrespect Halloween to the Matrix mm-hmm. Reborn and to Netflix Dreams and to many more. And um, you know, I have a lot of respect for that guy and like he, he has range and like yeah. to see him like this, explosive, you know, that explosive sensei was perfect. And um, even to see him fight, like, <laughs> when he was fighting all wait, the wait. Cobra Kai members.
0: That was amazing. But I thought, the uh, one that's, that super surprised me is when he was, like, uh, Mad Dog and one of the new recruits. And the, the kid looks like kind of like a little crackhead kid or something. Like, his, his hair's all whacked out. And yeah. he gets his ass kicked. He's like,
1: why is he so strong? <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. You, you can't underestimate these people. And we wanted to make that that parallel between how he approached the dude. He was like, Tony with a Y and he just thought he was going <laughs> to do the same thing. Nah, you know, that, that man got some strength on them. So, you know, uh, I, we got the whole, uh, get out thing from, uh, it was, it was an episode in Cobra Kai where, uh, I think Lawrence just kicked out a whole group of people because of something, something happened and he, he told everyone to get out. We was like, we, we definitely need to have a moment like that. And, uh, just to introduce our, our core Wolf dynasty members, and also to create a name for our own dojo was really amazing. Yeah,
0: that was awesome. Yeah, I was like, I I didn't really know where it was going when he when he when the sensei goes down to uh your boy DJ goes down to write down the name, and yeah. I was like, uh I was, I was I didn't know where it was going. I sh- I guess yeah. I should have saw it coming a little bit because yeah. I should have known it had something wolf in it, but I didn't. Know we that that we, time.
1: we wanted that to feel like a moment when it when it came up, and watching some people's reactions, like it was like people was like, man. Like, I wonder what it's going to be, you know? Like, <laughs> I wonder if it's going to be, like, a cool name or is it going to be Lane. Yeah. And
0: then when I saw it, it was like, it's pretty okay, cool. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Will we'll fir- we'll versus Cobra. Let's see where this goes. Well, you know, one other thing that I noticed uh, um, in a lot of your videos, I mean, not just this Cobra Kai one, that, uh, but you have a lot of fight choreography um, yeah. going on. Do you – you already said you outsource for editing. Is this – is this something that you guys outsource as well when you're doing your uh, uh, chore- choreography for fighting, or have you worked with different people on that, or is this just something like, are you just a badass and grew up doing karate <laughs> and fucking dancing and was just like, I can do this? Like, how how, how do you how do you uh, approach your choreography for fighting? So and, uh, not?
1: you know, I, I I definitely do outsource. Um, and and the reason being is because you know like I said before you know I'll I never feel like a, a master you know mm-hmm. I feel like you know I'm, I'm constantly learning and 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 I I've learned to respect like fight choreo for its own thing and mm-hmm. because it's like how you respect acting it's the same with fight choreo because it's like you're acting with your body you know you really have to make these things look impactful and stuff like that without actually hitting the other actor but sometimes you 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 hit the other actor it happens yeah. on purpose but it happens so some of those hits some of those hits was real yeah the whole deal i gonna tell y'all which ones but a lot of them was, <laughs> some, some of them were real but
0: oh you um, gotta that's another thing you gotta release that's 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 an outtake gold right there if you just put together just a montage of 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 every single one of the times someone actually got hit that'd be fucking. when awesome. uh
1: when me and uh uh, uh, Splack, uh, Gene Roberts, he's uh, He plays Derek, the stepbrother mm-hmm. when We fought at the end, a lot of those hits was A lot incredible. of those hits were real Because <laughs> <laughs> we, that was like Every other fight was more like Really fast, boom, boom, boom But we was like, this last fight We won, the, this is a fight, this is like a fight We, we take time well, on it, uh,
0: it looks like it, I mean, and you guys did a great job But I mean, also, it doesn't I mean, it's hard to tell on the camera We're We're virtual right now as well but uh, from what I what I can see, it seems like you guys are both uh, pretty big guys. Probably could take a punch, you know. Like, uh, how how tall are you? Uh, I'm like six three. Okay, yeah, yeah, you're you're a big guy. Yeah, yeah.
1: And uh, Splat he, he's around like six one, six two ish, something like that. And then then we got uh, Young Don, the Sauce God, and he's uh, he plays Marcus. He's the guy who first. God, steps you guys up have
0: to- the best names. I wish I could go back and avenge sevenfold. <laughs> And just rename everybody. Like do we you guys have way, way, way cooler names than we got. <laughs>
1: Thank you. Um, but yeah, you know, I, I definitely, you know, for this, I was like, you know, I gotta I gotta this fight gotta look like a fight. So, you know, I need someone with the same type of build, but also mm-hmm. super agile and and splack. He's he, not only is he a great actor, but he he's he be throwing in on like just on his personal content, he he's all about the action. Oh so, dude um, when he
0: when he when he pulls the uh the the jump straight to the feet I don't even know what the fuck it's called anymore when you're on your back and you pop up straight to your feet. Mm-hmm. Me and I, I was actually watching it with uh, my producer when we were when we were getting ready for you to come on the show and we both stopped for a second were like man I wish I could be able to do that and I'm like I can't even get off of the couch without fucking feeling it in my back let alone that shit. Oh uh,
1: cool detail. Uh so cuz you uh, you asked about the fight choreography. Yeah yeah. So um uh, we did outsource for this project and we usually outsource for different projects. um the fight chore- choreographer uh, his name is uh, v v swarm v swarm and okay. um he actually made an appearance in the final dojo. he was the guy who was the very first fight uh, he blocked the dude did a spinning heel drop kick he was on the blue oh, team. oh
0: yeah yeah yeah.
1: So I wanted to find a way to incorporate him because I'm like, I actually begged him. I'm like, "Yo, yo, V, like, please, Vito, come on, man, like, you, you gotta, you gotta make an appearance, you know." Yeah. So it was really cool to be able to like not only have him behind camera, but have him be able to show off what he can do in a place where it, it truly made sense. And uh, I, I, I was watching his reaction. People, someone saw him, they was like, "Oh my god." He-
0: that was a, that was legit. <laughs> yeah, it was like, what,
1: like what, what, what the blue dojo? About? What's what's going on with them?
0: <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, they didn't get a name though, man. Why didn't you give them a name? They're just the blue dojo. Well, we we had a name for
1: them, but it's like it's it's on the sign. People really can't sell but it's called the Jojo Dojo. The Jojo Dojo. <laughs> I can't jo- even say it right, man. The Jojo Dojo. But yeah, they they were clearly the the most uh, talented. I will say. Yeah. Um. But you know, and the reason being is because like. I know this, like even watching uh, Cobra Kai and and Cry Kid. There's always like a third party team who are mm-hmm. just elite. Like I'm like, you know, even in Cry Kid, like the the third party team, they were doing like flips and all this stuff. And I'm like, all right, we can't just have it Cobra Kai with Nicey. There has to be a third party elite team, and that's Damn. kind of what see. Happened.
0: That's that's why you're a director, because most people would completely miss that. You caught on. You 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 caught on to this detail about something that you know until you've said it, I never really thought about it. Like, no, you're right. In every single one of those, even not the, the, the karate kid ones. you go to like blood sport and all these other ones. There's always like some guy who's just fucking insane. And he might not even have a real name in the movie. <laughs> he's just doing the thing. He's just What's doing it. He's like, wait a minute. I want man? to follow that guy's story. But, What's uh, his origin story. Yeah. But I mean, not just in Cobra Kai though, as I said, there was, there's a lot of other videos of, uh, you know, fight scenes and stuff that you guys have done. So, uh, you had other choreographers on this. Um, is this something that uh, do you always foresee yourself outsourcing on that, or do, as you get better, is this something that I mean, you already seem to know quite a bit about this, uh, you know, fight acting. Um, and 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 to go further on that, you're putting yourself in front of the camera a lot um, uh, as you're making these videos. Do you ever see yourself starting to step away from behind the ca- or in front of the camera and? kind of get behind like a traditional actor or do you kind of always see yourself maybe like a, I don't know, for a lack of better reference, but someone like a Mel Gibson who did it himself and was always the main actor in, in his movies.
1: So like, it's very, cause the thing is, as much as I love directing, I love acting. I love acting Mm -hmm. so much. Um, Another goal of mine is for me to, to receive some award for acting one day, you know? So it's like, but main, my main thing is directing. You know, but that's why I create things like Don't Disrespect Halloween, where I'm not necessarily the main character, but I actually get to play like the antagonist. I get yeah. to be someone who doesn't have to be on the screen in the first 30 minutes, you know, and then even I pop up and it's like, oh, it's not there's Vader, you know. So, <laughs> doing stuff like that makes me uh, happy too. Like, you know, uh, you know, possible. Well, I can't speak on that, but like, you know, I, I don't always see myself as the main character unless it truly does make sense to me and uh or whoever i'm working with the project on but it's just for me i i also uh i i do that because i want to stretch my my range you know yeah. i want to i don't want to have to have someone tell me like what i can and and can't do you know like what's possible for me you know because mm-hmm. like say uh some person is like like i'm, I'm saying like oh, okay i want to do like a, a super agent video or i want to be uh, like like a double seven and someone's like you you can't do that and then I make a video or, or like a short film and I'm like, yeah I can like it's, it's right here. yeah I did it you know so it's like it's literally that 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 proof it's that i I can and and I, I've already done it you know and so, I think
0: I think that that is one of the one of the coolest things about your 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 young career so far and and the reason why it's catching on so much in my opinion. It's because you really do touch on so many different things, you know, it's not just, it's not one genre, you know, um, it's not, you know, you saw the opportunity from, from doing, uh, you know, the flip bottle on, on Vine, you know, and, and seeing the success of that, (laughs) you got the flip, I gotta, I gotta see if you could do it, uh, before the end of the show. But uh, your flip bottle where you know, you're know you going into the work thing. Everyone's seen that one. Everyone blows up. Your boy throws coffee all over his face. That was hilarious. It's Thank probably you. my favorite part of that video. But you go from that vine of the six-second thing that you already talked about, and you're moving on. And not only have you moved on to where, like you said, just the time uh, constraints have been lifted, but now you're, you're stepping out of any kind of restraints, really, as you describe it. You're just like, I can do anything i want with a camera and some creativity i can make anything fucking happen and i think that's cool and that's such a that's such a rad thing to see because you you touch on it you got like you got these more serious things and you got these c- kind of comical things and you got everything in between you know you're touching on a lot of cosplay and uh you know uh nerd vernacular for for lack of better term or whatever they you know <laughs> whatever that uh group is and and you just kind of touch on all these different groups. And I also think it's brilliant the way that you have created ads. Like it's not just ads for like going on a commercial, you put them on your own YouTube channel. And, and, uh, obviously these companies are giving you things like a laptop or a Google pixel that I saw one of them. And
1: yeah, that was really fun. I
0: mean, when you're doing those with those big companies, uh, for ads and everything, and they're coming to you and saying, Hey, would you make a video, uh, for us? Um, are they similar to Netflix for the most part where they're coming in and saying, here's our product. I want you to live with it for a couple of days and come up with something or are they giving you a little bit of direction there?
1: Well, uh, you know, there's definitely a little direction, but for the most part, it's like, you know, they, they're, they're coming to to me because they, they want like a, a King Vader video mm-hmm. in, in whatever form that is, you know? So it's like, um, I, I've had a lot of companies uh, come to me And, you know, they just want they just want whatever is is coming out of my mind. And they're like, hey, like, what is it? What do you think should happen? I'm like, all right, well, this is exactly how I do it, you know, (laughs) and um, whether it be like super uh, comedic, super suspenseful or whatever type of of vibe, uh, you know, it's it's very interesting approaching different projects with different companies. But I will say one of my favorites Has been uh, the Google Pixel with uh, I believe it was it was
0: Domino's. Yeah, yeah, Domino's and and Google Pixel. They they that that one was super fun. You know, yeah, they they
1: basically uh, you know asked me like what type of concept I would want to create, and uh, you know we just we kind of met in the middle with something, and then uh, we made it happen. And you know it it was really cool to see how it turned out and to see so many people enjoy it. And uh, yeah, you know I I I kind of just approached. Uh, ads like how people should approach concepts, you know, with creativity, with love. You don't just want to be standing in front of a camera like this is this product and and please buy it, you know. Like you, <laughs> you want to really like sell what's going on, but like in a very engaging way. Yeah, and that's what I try to uh, do. That's that's my approach,
0: dude. I think you nailed it on that um, on that one specifically, and, and and a few of the others. I think it's really it just I bring up those ads and those ad videos to, to just to kind of showcase that. Again, you are coming from such a broad spectrum of creativity and an ability to work with different people, but still put it through uh, the King Vader filter, if you will. I mean, you're doing a bunch of different stuff, but there's always the truthness to who you are and what your team is doing, and I really respect that. Uh, speaking of respect, let's get to disrespect, though. You've brought it up a couple of times. It's your, yeah. favorite, it's your favorite right now. It's my favorite right now. Don't, uh, don't Disrespect Halloween Part 4 is, is is the one specifically that I'm talking about and uh man it was it was awesome I, mean, I know that uh, part of your popularity came from your uh, I don't know if you call it a dance or or, a, or a avatar shuffle or whatever it is <laughs> yeah, uh, the the back and forth thing um, I'd seen it in a lot of the different videos you'd made and it's always you know a, a comic relief kind of moment in your videos and then it's not a comic relief moment for me in this video because when it is doing that dance, it's still super fucking creepy, man. I mean, did you, did you know it was going to come off creepy and you're like, yes. Or were you like, Oh, this is, I got to do my signature right here. I gotta, I gotta have a little comedic relief in this part of the, of the, of the video. Uh, yeah, let's, 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 let's make it do the fucking dance. Like, was, was that, was that, was that intentionally supposed to be funny or creepy or, or neither. And you're just like, I got to do it. I,
1: well, the thing is It's like I never feel And, and, that, and that's just, just me in general I never feel like tied Or, or boxed in to, to do a certain thing You know, it's like if, if I want to You know, incorporate this This dance, this bop Into this video You know, I want to make it make sense And I want it to, to have like some Some um substance to it, you know And like with this scene I was like, you know it's like, I've done it a, a lot of different times in, in different types of ways, mm-hmm. but like the true, uh, the true love I get from doing on the, on the don't disrespect Halloween videos. Cause I can, I, I can add creepy elements to it. And that comes from, uh, the lighting that comes from how I'm looking, that comes from how I'm acting. And, um, that all that came into play. Cause I was trying to find a middle ground, you know, like I it to feel creepy, but you know, it, it. You know, it it can come off either way, you know, but I'm like, I'm definitely keeping this creep factor because, um, you know, Pennywise and what's so dope about this, Pennywise is the dancing clown. So it's like it it fits so well. And even like uh, watching It Chapter One, they kind of did something uh, really interesting. Uh, They did a a tracking shot on the first film when he's like, like bouncing back and forth Mm -hmm. and the camera is like moving closer and closer to his face. So I, I feel like it was already kind of in the realm of like what Pennywise is so like um I definitely knew like my goal was definitely to keep that creep factor but if if it it felt comedic I was like I'm going to allow people to enjoy themselves here but after this scene I have two other scenes that are going to make people feel very uncomfortable yeah (laughs) and that was my parking garage scene and that was the uh the baby scene I was like I want to showcase to people that you know um I could possibly be doing horror in the future, you know, and it starts yeah. with the little seeds I drop right here. Yeah. Know, that's what uh, I was
0: just going to say. I'm glad you brought that up, sir. Cause that's going to segue straight into uh, a little bit of something. I hear that there's a possibility of a don't disrespect Halloween movie coming. Is, 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 is hurt, this, hurt. is this something that, that uh, you can talk about or something you're going to keep under wraps for a little bit?
1: Um, I mean, as far as what I can say on it, it's just like, You know, um, from part four, because I didn't know I was going to make a part four. You know, part Mm. three did really good. And the hype was that I brought Pennywise into it because I was always Jason. But like I brought Pennywise and Jason in the same scene in a completely unexpected way, because for every year up until part three, it's been Jason who calls Kenny's phone. But this time Jason was tied up and he gets a call from Pennywise. And, you know, it just flipped the series on his head a little bit, you know, it, it, it tilted it, you know, because Pennywise is in it for just a small time and then he leaves. Yeah. So then I was like, OK, people really love Pennywise. They're, they're on Twitter talking about, oh, my God, the, the way he looks is so interesting and this and that. So I'm like, OK, cool, cool, cool. Um. So then next year comes up and, and it's getting close and close to, to Halloween. And then I started getting those tweets like, yo, I can't wait for uh, Vader's Halloween video. And I'm like. <laughs> I'm like what Halloween video? Uh, <laughs>
0: you know? Y'all shit, then, I forgot about that. <laughs> like it wasn't it wasn't even
1: planned. So I was like, yeah. okay, if I'm gonna do this, I have to take this seriously. But I I I, I want to attack it in a different way because I felt like every time I made a video, I was progressing in time and just story and everything. I was adding more and more. So I'm like, part four has to really flip the whole series on its head. So I kept what was true to the series, which is the, the, the bop, the, the vibes, the music. But then I'm like, this is horror. This is my first time, like really trying to step into horror. So let me, let me like really, like really try. And, um, I felt like, uh, it was a challenge, uh, all the way up until watching, I mean, making that film, I watched nothing but horror films for like two months. straight. What were
0: some of those films you were, you were, you were using for inspiration?
1: Um I watched the movie uh The Witch. I watched uh Hereditary Midsummer, I watched As Above So Below I watched uh I watched so many horror movies, it makes no sense. The Boy, The Boy Two, um Well it actually
0: makes perfect sense though.
1: It chapter one chapter two, uh great movies, uh all types of films like did you see, it, it, did you
0: see chapter two of it um, in the theaters by chance before we, uh, yeah.
1: Yeah. I, I, after I saw it, chapter one, I fell in love with like the film, like, mm-hmm. cause I was never, it's not like I wasn't a fan. It's just, I didn't like how the old one looked for some reason. Like it just, well, you know
0: that, yeah, the old one was, was, was a made for TV movie. It was, yeah, it exactly was, yeah. So, so it was, it was a two parter on TV. So
1: when they redid it in this light, this cinematic, you
0: know, I'm like, oh. And then Pennywise's
1: look, I'm like, okay, I can get behind this. And then like when I saw It Chapter One, the opening scene, I feel like they broke one of the number one rules in, in film. And that's that kids don't get hurt. They never get hurt in film. You're it's, absolutely it's right. like yeah, absolutely right. Kids have plot armor. So when I see little Georgie get his arm Ripped bit off, off. Yep. And is crawling away from a sewer pipe with one arm. I'm like, oh, so this is, this is a different type of film. Okay. Yeah. I, the, the rule's out the window. I like it. <laughs> so that already caught my attention. And I, that's kind of where I, I grew my love for the character. But, um, you know, Don't Disrespect Halloween 4 was just like a, a super fun ride the whole way through. And, and one of my favorite moments on set was being Jason and walking out of a lake
0: love that oh dude so so is it <laughs> safe to that i mean no that's 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 the quintessential uh uh you know uh, uh the camp the camp scene There, trying to blink on what's the name of the camp from friday 13th hey, crystal, crystal crystal lake crystal lake thank you yeah uh so is it safe to say that jason Voorhees would be your all-time uh horror uh horror guy oh yeah jason, yeah.
1: jason that's my guy right there like See, i'm
0: more of a I, I i love jason but i'm more of a Freddy guy But that's the thing.
1: It was so cool to see these forces collide, you know, and, and, you know, we, we know who won, you know, so
0: do we, wait, 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 do we, so I'm pretty sure when he's when Jason's walking away with, with, with Freddie's head, he still has a comment you know, I don't think he's, I don't think he's quite done yet.
1: He gives the camera a wink, but it's like, (laughs) where your body at? Like I got, I got your head, you know, or maybe this is a dream.
0: (laughs) Hey, hey, that's going back to the dream episodes on Netflix, YouTube right there. You feel me
1: <laughs> But um, for, for part five, because it, w- it was going to be a part five. But I realized, like, mm. you know, um, I'm going to be ending this series within either two more parts or in my next part. But okay. I'm like, it, the world has got so big now. And then even with our big cliffhanger at the end of part four, I'm like, we have a lot of elbow space to do a lot of cool things because it's not really a lot of universe. Well, the only universe where two horror killers really exist was. Freddie versus Jason, to my knowledge. So it's like this is a, a world that yeah. can make anything like that happen. And um, it started with part three when I introduced two of them, but um, part five I definitely know it is. It's, it's, don't disrespect Halloween the movie, and, and it's it's a whole different. Oh, I
0: zone. can't wait for that man. Uh, I can't wait for you to create that into its own, uh, you know, Hollywood movie franchise. You know, like not not you know you've you've already got parts four five, you know you said five in the movie and everything it's already creating by your own terms but like to have a a reoccurring uh uh hollywood uh, film would be pretty cool i imagine for you
1: that'd be really insane
0: yeah um so real quick though uh speaking on hollywood and you're born you're you you quote uh maryland as as we grew up and stuff are you uh uh you a sports fan at all there are there are there some sports teams from uh i mean a baltimore ravens fan la lakers anything like that
1: um I'm, i've never been too much into sports i feel like i like specific people okay you know i feel like to root for a whole team like i, I don't know like <laughs> i don't know like for me like i just i root for certain people like okay um some of my favorite basketball players are like LeBron James, mm-hmm. uh, James Harden, um, John Wall, uh, Kyrie Irving, Steph Curry. Uh, but football, honestly, my favorite football player is Tom Brady. Oh, <laughs> like, come on. Right off the heels. Favorite. We're
0: recording this on January 26th. Tom Brady just uh, uh, advanced himself into the 10th Super Bowl of his career. Fucking unbelievable. I'm a Raiders fan. I kind of hate it, but I have to respect it. It's, it's, it is it's unbelievable, it's, you know? It's, it's, it's just, I, I don't even know. I, I don't even know how. I, I, yeah, I don't know. That guy's not from this planet. And he's like such a nice guy. Like, he seems like such a nice guy on top yeah. of it. everything else. This just, it's so funny. I, I bring that up, though, just uh, again to bring up the day. It is uh, January 26th. Uh, last year, uh, on this day, uh, the world lost Kobe Bryant and Gianna Bryant. Um uh I as a huge Lakers fan, you said you're a LeBron fan, so you gotta pay attention a little bit to the Lakers now. Yeah. Um uh, did you did you watch a lot of Kobe? I mean, you said you're more of a fan of uh individual players and he's one of the all-time individual players uh that a lot of people could latch on to. Were you a Kobe Bryant fan?
1: So I feel like overall I definitely was a Kobe Bryant fan, but it was like I never got to I feel like I kind of I missed the the wave of when he was really in his shine. But where I fell in love with Kobe Bryant was the stuff he did off of the court. Yeah, like uh, the speeches he gave and and the things he did. I feel like that's the person winning
0: like, that winning the Oscar for that uh, for
1: for a short film, and 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 so many more accomplishments. Mm-hmm. But to to hear how he speaks, it it backs up the the person and the and the player he is especially on the court it's like you can hear it in them you can hear all the heart and um to lose someone like that was very un- unsettling and um uh-huh. I remember I was um it was it was last year I was uh I was on my way to uh do this opportunity in uh New York and I was I was taking this Uber to the to the airport and like you know I like the the the, dr- the driver he was like He was like, yeah, man, this is weird. He was like, I'm sorry, just just give me a moment. He was like, I I keep hearing on this news, but like RIP Kobe. And I'm like, what? He was like, I'm like, nah, that that, that doesn't
0: compute. It doesn't, it didn't make sense, right? Yeah, I
1: was like that. I literally said that has to be fake news. It has to be because there's there's people on Twitter that they, they start hashtags for all the time just randomly. So I'm like, that has to be fake news. And then like, you know, we're driving. And then like, I go through my Twitter and it started to really hit and sink in like, this is really happening. Mm-hmm. Like we just lost Kobe Bryant, you know? And like the the driver, he was like, he, he was, he was crying, you know? And mm-hmm. it was really, it was hard to see like, you know, this man and, and everything he stood for and everything, you know, like this, this tragedy, it, it hurts Yeah, it a lot of people.
0: It hurt a lot of so people many- who never even met him like myself. I never met him, but just a huge fan of, as you said, on and off the court um, just everything that he, that he stood for and, uh, and strive to be and strive to help out others, you know, um, just, and, and to, to pass so early and so tragically, um, yeah. and with all the stories of how truly happy he had become since retiring from the court and, you know, all the philanthropy and all the cool projects he was just happy with and just stoked on his life and his family and just be taken that way. It was just, devastating um and our hearts a year later still go out to uh, all the friends and family who knew him and uh, i'm glad you shared your little uh story of when you when you heard the news too because i think that's something for everyone that lived through that um it's going to be one of those things man where everyone's going to be able to ask where were you when you heard the news that kobe bryant passed and i think that's a testament to how many people he touched uh, in such a wonderful way in his people life never
1: even seen them before
0: yeah incredible man uh, 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 last couple of things I want to get into with you, uh, your music, um, on these videos, uh, you know, there's, there's the, seems to be the, the theme for the bop or whatever that you, that you were talking about, that kind of reoccurring music there. And then, um, but then, you know, sometimes you're taking from, uh, these, uh, parodies, you're actually taking some of the music from those films, um, and uh, I hate to use the word parodies. What do you call them? Because they're not really parodies. You're making your own stories off of them. And then parodies, most people think comedy every time, yeah. you know. Um, is there a new word for what you would call these? A
1: word I fell on was revisions.
0: Revisions. I like that. We'll call them revisions moving forward. So in these revisions, you're using some of the music from the originals. Um, and you have like a, a, oh, one of my favorite things, speaking of music. Was the zombie thing that you did with uh, for that video game um, when you had him do the dance from the from the wedding dance and everyone does uh three times now clap your hands and yeah move to the, the cha cha slide the cha cha slide yeah. on zombies to get out I got I gotta hey kudos on that one man that that's creative right there the I,
1: zombie slide <laughs> yeah
0: that was amazing um, I actually
1: uh, I had to record I had to record that song and <laughs> that was my voice and everything It was crazy
0: yeah I, I mean so that I'm glad you, so you had to re overdub your voice for that and do that. Um, do you guys at Wolf graphic and your boys and and everybody, do you sometimes come up with the, with original music? Is it, do you guys have a DJ in the house or? So uh,
1: my, my younger brother, uh, I am dices. Uh, Mm -hmm. he's, he's, he creates a lot of, uh, he actually created the, um, the soundtrack for don't disrespect Halloween three. And, uh, one of the soundtracks for, uh, part four, when uh, Pennywise was first introduced into the story, when he first came out that closet, that signature song is created by dices and, and dices. He creates a lot of, uh, he does a lot of things, man. Like this guy, he's skyrocketing on TikTok. Um, he's, he's doing big ads. And, uh, also behind that too, he creates music and he also produces beats. And is this kid is just like his own force. Awesome. So, uh, it's amazing to see that too. And, um, yeah you know we even do things another thing like about wolf graphic too uh every year we had to miss uh last year because of everything that was going on but uh we do this thing called the wolf graphic cypher and uh we actually show people that not only can we do everything we do we also know how to make music we also know how to rap and uh we do like a cypher with the whole group and we just oh that's rad yeah so uh, we we did two so far and then and, and you can see the progression in both but um the Isis is definitely the man when it comes to uh, getting uh, custom things made. But when it comes to our scores, yeah. um, and also when it comes to the trap beats, um, we use, well, I use a specific group of friends that I know. Uh, their name is uh, Remix Maniacs, or mostly known for J-Squad. Okay. And they've been making beats for a very long time, and we've been collaborating for like a good three years now. And, and they're really humble people, really great people to work with. And, and we've been working together for a long time so it's really dope to see how uh, far we've came and um also uh i so with scores i use these people called the uh the orchestrators i want to pronounce that wrong and uh sentis tempo and also odwin shout out to odwin the producer that man okay. he helped me uh create my final uh my final uh uh beat for the sequence in the matrix okay and, the reason why I love the Matrix beat so much is because I was able to incorporate this, the bounce, but also with fight choreo in the mix of it, in action and all of that. And that's that's one of the things I've always tried to attack. I'm like, how can I, how can I break this cycle that people they're they're used to? But how can I break it out to make it something completely different? Mm-hmm. And the matrix was the first time i was able to do that like i'm i'm i'm, I'm doing the dance i'm fighting people i'm going to slow motion I'm dodging bullets and it was, it, was, it was a really fun time and um you know uh with the people who scored it, they helped us score the beginning to give us that matrix sound you know
0: yeah and,
1: uh, all the way through and um yeah i'm glad so many people enjoyed it i have no idea where the view count is but we definitely hit a million views so and that was like my first project being like 50 minutes long.
0: Speaking of views, I do like, I saw in one of your uh, other interviews you were talking about um, how this all kind of started for you and at the beginning. And even today you're, you, you, you tell people and you've, you, you've kind of lived by it. It's not focused on the views they'll come, you know, uh, it's just about creating that content that you're, that, you know, you feel strongly about. And I really like that. I mean, it's an approach that uh, I've used in music for a long time and uh, I'm kind of new to this YouTube and, and everything world. Uh, but uh, you know, just uh, in general, like I think that's a, it's a great philosophy to live by. Don't worry about the views, make the content you want. The views exactly. will come.
1: It's about, it's about the, uh, the quality, you know, it's really about the, the, the quality. You know, I feel like people who are obsessed with a, a number, you know, they're, they're, they're focused on the wrong thing, you know, yeah. like, even like if you if you're creating social media videos because like you want to get money and you want to you know like all that stuff happens on the back end of this you know the the front end of this is that you have to uh, create content as a as a genuine person you know yeah. like yeah you can do all the the craziness like the uh, going in the store and causing havoc and it goes viral yes mm-hmm. but like. You know how long is that going to last? Before are you, you talking about out? all
0: the Karens of the world? Because they 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 go viral all the time now. They, they do go viral, you know. <laughs> but it's
1: not, even just the people who they they have a strict page of like I want to cause havoc because yeah. I know it's going to go viral. It's like you can only do that for so long before you're going to realize you don't enjoy with you don't enjoy what you're doing. You're only yeah. doing this for a view count. And once you realize you're doing this for this view count, and once that view count doesn't hit, you're, you're not going to feel like pleased or or accomplished or happy you know but if you do something that you put a hundred percent in you know and say yeah it doesn't blow up right now right cool you know but then you go on to the next project you put a hundred percent to that project and then you go into the next project and then you put a hundred percent but this project goes viral and it blows up yeah well guess what people are going to go back and watch your other videos and see what you've been about you know but if you only put a hundred percent in this project you know it's like that project that you thought deserved the views is going to get those views. Trust and believe, you know, yeah. it's like everything has its moments and everything has its time. You just have to, uh, you know, truly be in love with uh, the creation. The the That's the first part, being in love with what you're creating and everything else is going to come on the back end. Like yeah. I, I didn't start making Vine videos because I thought one day I was going to uh, be able to get paid and be able to live in the house and have my own room one day and stuff like that. Like, I didn't think that I was just like, I, I love making videos. So this is fun. Like I like, this is fun to me, you know? And I fell in love with the creation of making videos. And, and because of that, I, I, I guess I was rewarded in a way. So it's like, you know, the, the rewards and all that stuff that's going to come, you know, but it's, it doesn't, it's not guaranteed in the beginning. You have to put that hard work in.
0: Yeah. I always say that there's a, an incredible amount of hard work that goes into any any venture venture of success but there's also a, a good amount of luck that comes in there too you got to be at the right place at the right time as well i i really appreciate your your inspirational uh uh words there too because another cool thing that i that i saw that you do um to inspire uh uh the next generation or even your contemporaries i mean i i don't even know what the next generation is if you're <laughs> if you if you're at 23, isn't isn't already the next generation? Um, but yeah, the I noticed that you have your uh, at King Vader is most of your social media. Um, you know, that's Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all those things, and YouTube. Um, but you also still have your your real name, Dominique Barrett um, at Dominique Barrett. And I, I, I'm to understand that you you have that Insta- Instagram is specifically to follow other people that you see. Um, that um, are doing uh, their their next thing whatever they're they're passionate about and you kind of follow them in hopes that you know if someone sees me following them maybe that'll open them up to another thing and um you're kind of just giving back to the creative community that way um, yeah. can you tell me a little bit about that and i i did hear if you don't mind giving me a couple quick little stories about the couple of times you've been burned by it as well
1: <laughs> so uh you know, with with that, it's like uh, with with my second account. It used to be called I am King Vader. That was my original uh, Instagram name in general. Okay, but then it was like uh, I knew I wanted to get the the ad name King Vader. That was always my goal, and then I finally got it, and then I am King Vader became my second account. But somewhere along the line, you know, I didn't. I started to realize like that I'm creating uh, King Vader is a, is a personality is, is an entertainer is he's a director, you know, but Dominique Barrett will always be me because this is the name I was born with. This is who I am at the end of the day. So it's like, you know, I want my name to have the same amount of of power and, and um, inspiration behind it as King Vader does. So it's like, after a while, I was just like, you know, my second account should be this name. This is because this is my name, you know? Yeah. You know, in, in in general, when it comes to following people back, there's sometimes when I have encounters with people and, you know, we have a good conversation and stuff like that, and they tell me what they do and, you know, to keep up with them and to see what they're doing, because that's like my my personal account. I tell them like, okay, uh, follow me on my personal account. I'll follow you back. And, you know, let's chop it up. Let's have a conversation because uh, I can, I usually be able to uh, see most of my DMs on my second account versus my first. And, um, you know, also like, uh, I'm also trying to, in a sense, uh, separate myself from uh, the director and the entertainer to the writer and the actor and, and the inspirational speaker. You know, I, I'm very inspired by people like uh, Childish Gambino mm. who can go on Saturday Night Live and perform as Childish Gambino and host as Donald Glover. Yeah. To me, it was mind-blowing. That was next level. Very and cool. I, was like, I want to do something like that because King Vader is, is this identity and this, this creation that I created when um, I really – like I needed to become something more in a sense. I, I needed to become something that I saw when I was a kid. Like I was like, you know, I want to be this – this this guy who who know like it's like I imagine what King Vader would be and now uh, every day now it's like I, I live that life so it's it's super amazing to see like I created this from a young age, but now it's like you know I'm also uh, Dominique Barrett so it's like you know I, I'm, I'm I do that to separate the two you know so uh, that's 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 one thing I want to accomplish one day is to to get uh, awards for for different you know. Two different uh, beings, because that's exactly how I feel like they. Well, yeah, are.
0: So I, I think you, I think you just put it a little higher. You only named two. I think you need a few more. I think you need, I think you need to be one of these cats that are going to go for the egot award. I think you can do it. I think, I think the ability that you've already shown at a, such a young age, you keep, you keep building off, off of this. I think the only the sky's the limit. As I said at the beginning of this conversation, for your career, that's already, I mean, already gigantic and so many cool things. uh Last couple things I want to ask though. We talked about music real quick. Uh, a lot of my fans uh, of this show know me from, you know, my musical career. Uh, so I got to ask real quick, like, uh, on your spare time, what, what's, some, uh, what's some music that uh, you're listening to? Um, what, what, what's a, do you listen to all different genres? And, and for, you know, a, yo- a youngster like yourself talking to an old man like me, what's something that I probably haven't heard that I should go out and listen to?
1: So my favorite artist of all time, all my friends know this is, is Drake. Okay. I, uh, I love Drake. You know, I love uh, what he stands for. I love how he has, he has to move because of how much, apl- how much pressure he applies constantly. You know, it's like, he's, he's like 30 or 32 or something, mm-hmm. and, but he's still at the top of his game, you know? And I, and I really, commend that you know he gets still can stop. <laughs>
0: at 32 <laughs> you're you're commending him at 32 commend him when he's at like 60 still doing it man <laughs> but the thing is i know he's not
1: going to be doing it for that long you know okay. he's just, it's just him doing it now is like a choice you know he's yeah. been on top of the music game for 10 years now and that's a very hard thing to do but drake has done it and he doesn't look tired he looks like yeah. he's ready for three more years you know um so i respect that uh for me in general i feel like i listen to so many different genres of music and that's just to open up my my variety of music I choose when I'm cre- editing the scene up together like hmm, now nah, this, this could look this could be nice vibe like some some rock onto this or some 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 jazz it just gives me more variety on yeah. the editing board um one thing i catch myself listening to all the time i listen to uh, inspirational speakers like uh like music so some of these uh some of the quotes I really believe in has came from just constant listening to people that I look up to like a uh, Jim Carrey, like a uh, um, Kevin Hart, Dwayne Johnson, Will Smith, uh, Denzel Washington, uh, Chadwick Boseman. You know, these are the people that have fueled the, the fire and the passion inside me to continue to do what I do. And I, I also give this technique to a lot of my uh, members in Wolf graphic, you know, it's like, Take a day, you know, not even a day, just in the morning, listen to one of these things, one of these inspirational speeches, just to start your day off, you know? And what it does is it takes these messages that you're hearing because, you know, whenever you hear something, you kind of are repeating it in your mind. Mm. So you're taking these messages and you're you're locking them up in your subconscious. So then when you have times where you're at your low, you're not going to look for the negative thoughts. You're going to look for those positive thoughts that you you're so used to hearing those positive words about how it feels to fall down and, and it gives you that confirmation that it's not just, it's not just you, it's, it's more, people go through adversity and, and if they can get through, you can too, you know? So, um, it, people get pushed to their limits. That, that's what, that's what being human is about, getting pushed to your limits, but trying to find a way to surpass them, you know? Um, so that's, that's the music I listen to is inspirational uh, speakers. The thing I Is uh, I listen to movie scores
0: like oh, yeah, some great movie scores over the years, man. I uh, I still listen to a shit ton like Creed, uh, Black
1: Panther, Inception. Hans Zimmer is my favorite composer ever. Ah,
0: That's a good one to go after, man, right there. That's one day, Hans Zimmer. Yeah, I think, I think you'll, I think you'll have no problem with that. I mean, like, as I said, with everything, I mean, just listening to you right now, you're inspiring me right now, Vader. I'm just so excited, I'm so glad to have you on. I got to ask one last question though before I let you go. You did the Netflix Dreams episode for the Raincoat Academy, which is obviously off of the Umbrella Academy. Now, yes. speaking on music, did you have to listen to My Chemical Romance before you got into that, knowing that Gerard Way was the creator of, of the Umbrella Academy? So
1: when it came to music, because I, I one thing I, I loved about the Umbrella Academy is that it's music almost feels flawless because it's so unique and yeah. fresh, you know? Um, I definitely wanted to keep the that type of spontaneous upbeat type of music going into the project. Um I'm not too familiar with most of the songs, but I'm familiar with any song I heard during the show. Because okay. I had to watch the show like, you know, constantly. And like um, you know that's one thing i love about the show most it's just like it's music selection it's it's just beautiful so um just watching that show and 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 i feel like the greatest part about actually finishing raincoat academy is that uh we got we got the big green light uh from the the creator of the show he he loved it so to me it's like that that was the biggest compliment of all is that he enjoyed what we created you know so i'm like like, thank you, you know, like, let's, like, <laughs> you know, I'm glad I, I we, we made them happy.
0: Well, he's, and, uh, he's definitely not alone. You're you got a lot of people out there enjoying the content you're putting out. I want to thank you again so much for your time. Everyone go follow King Vader, all the social media is easy enough to find, man. He's everywhere. He's a stud right now. He's got a lot. I mean, this is a name, you know, whether it be King Vader or Dominic Barrett, it's going to be a name if you guys don't already know you're first of all under a rock, second of all. There's a lot of great things going to be happening. So thanks again, Vader, for being on the show. And uh, yeah, man, of course. And uh, I can't wait. We got to stay in touch because you know this virtual stuff is cool, but fuck man. I'd rather sit down and have a conversation in person down the line. There's so much more. I know I could get into with you. We could just hang in, in uh, and shoot. 100%. the shit.
1: Definitely got to make it happen. You know, I, I hear things are clearing up, you know, I'm, I'm waiting, you know, I'm, I'm listening to the news day by day, but we definitely got
0: to make it happen. Oh yeah. I'm sure we will, man. Let's keep in touch. 100%. All right, man. Cheers. And that'll just about do it for this week's episode of Drinks with Johnny. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thanks to King Vader for being on the show. Dominic Barrett, such a good dude. Uh, really hope to have him back on, uh, you know, a little bit later down the line when he's already got as he got and uh, he could sit down and in person have, have, a, have a couple laughs with me. I'd really appreciate that. And I really appreciate every single one of you. Guys, this has been so much fun creating this content for you, and I couldn't thank you more. Um, Please make sure that you're letting everyone else know how much fun we're having over here at Drinks With Johnny. Uh, Subscribe, share, follow everything Drinks With Johnny. Head over to DrinksWithJohnny.com. Rep some merch, guys. Uh, Brandon Lombardo has done a great job of creating some merch for you guys, um, and I couldn't be happier about it. Uh, so make sure you guys please head over there sign up for the newsletter. You're gonna receive 20% off there um, a- a- As I said, I'm just enjoying this so much guys if you don't go and buy merch That's fine, but just keep listening and we'll have a good time together Let's create this community a good safe place for everyone to come and listen and get to know these these people more and uh, That's what I'm doing it for and that's what I'm, I'm really passionate about is just getting it out there that there's so much love in the world still and that's this is what we're gonna do together um learning so much from everybody and i'm taking it along the way man vader was no exception to that like he absolutely taught me so much and i could not thank him more for uh for his positivity and his his knowledge really it's funny for me to say and it, it for someone that is so much younger than i has so much vast knowledge. It's it's so cool to to, uh, to see, and I, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Um, and again, till next week, as always, stay filthy AF. Cheers. The number you have reached is 100.7 WMMS. It wasn't just a radio station, it was a lifestyle. it is is a rock and roll city for sure. Right?
1: Yeah! Yeah! yeah.
0: Of the, buzzard. the rise and fall of one of the most iconic radio stations in America, Profiles, The Wrath of the Buzzard, P-R-O-H Files. Subscribe now, wherever you get podcasts.
1: Hey, this is Steve Choi, host of the Musicians Guild Podcast, part of the Sound Talent Media Podcast Network.